So do we just go as pervy as possible for an intro? What do we do here? I don't I don't know, man. Like, there's so much perv. And I'm usually fine with that, being the pervert that I am. No, I understand. But like, this just sucks. Man, I do have a limit to dick jokes. Who knew? Right? <laughs> Back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. I'm Jason. And this time, Leisure Suit Larry, box office bust. I I really almost just went in that intro was just like an I'm sadness. Because <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Before we see the uh, the entries in the SAD Olympics, it's about to happen. Developed by Team 17. Published by Codemasters. Wow, I got a lot of information on this one. Do you know or care who composed it? No. Wows. <laughs> Uh, released on Windows, Xbox 360, PS3, released in, we'll just say, Blanket 2009. Ah, I read good. I was wondering why, like, uh, NA is listed a couple times. Uh, March 31st and May 5th, respectively, 2009, because that was the uh, Windows and Xbox release, and the PS3 one was separate. Mm, okay. So, um, you ever play any Leisure Suit Larry games? No. Uh, I actually wanted to look that up. When did the first one come out? Um, you're much more familiar with uh, Sierra games than I am, man. I don't know. Because, uh, like, it's old. Yes, it's an old series. 1987. Oh, shit. Uh, this came out four days before I was born. Yeah. So, like, the original series that Sierra made, I was obviously uh, substantially too young for. I, I don't understand. It was that when you were born. You could have played it. Uh... <laughs> I was born between, like, the fifth and sixth one. Jesus, really? Yeah. I did not realize they pumped them out that quickly. I mean, that was pretty common in those days. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, I was... This one came out... So, like, this one came out when I was 18. Oh, box office bus? Yeah. Yeah. So, in theory, this is one that, like, maybe I could have started with, but, like... <gasps> you could even bought it. Yeah. It's a piece of shit, so, like... <laughs> uh, I say that uh, because the game is rated M, and we don't usually talk about game ratings. We really don't, uh, like, because, I don't know, most games are rated whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I know as much as the ESRB likes to pretend that people care, does anybody really care? No. I mean, outside of the uppity Karen and their spoiled kid trying to buy, like, you know, not, not really. Nope. And even then, it ain't that often either. As an aside, I remember working at Walmart and having parents ask me if a game is appropriate for their children, to which I would always respond, yes. Yeah. Whatever, man. I don't know. I'm just worried that Grand Theft Auto might be too violent. Nah, it's fine. Just buy it. Whatever. And just buy it. Your kid's already using racial slurs playing Fortnite. Like, why not in Grand Theft Auto 2? You raised a piece of shit. I fucking hate your son, Kyle. Look at him. Little fucking idiot paintbrush. God, I hate working customer service. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we were doing something else, not ranting about customer service. Honestly, please rant more about customer service so I don't have to talk about this piece of shit. Bastard-coated bastards with bastard filling. <laughs> you play as Larry Lovage. Yeah. The nephew? Yes. Of Larry Laffer, the original Leisure Suit Larry. Mm -hmm. You live in an RV. 
Oh my god. I would love to be able to afford my own RV. You could afford an RV. Have you seen the monthly payments on those things? I didn't say a good one. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> I said you could afford an one. Look, man, I fucking debated it. <laughs> I'm not going to get the house. I'll have a fucking RV. <laughs> Anyway, you you live in an RV. You're a piece of shit with no job. Your <laughs> uncle calls you and he's like, I'm a millionaire who runs a uh, porn studio. We doesn't explicitly call it a porn studio, right? And he says it's a film studio. Yeah, but like it is. It is. And like they make no qualms about that later. No, that's fine. So anyway, you go to meet him because he needs... Uh, well, he he calls you and he, he explains he needs someone uh, he someone he can you know like he he calls you specifically because you're his nephew and you're like oh because you need someone you can rely on he's like no I need someone cheap <laughs> yeah that's it so you go to his movie studio and he explains that there is a mole oh no uh, basically someone is trying to overthrow his uh, pornography studio and he needs someone to find out who sure. And uh, basically, you're going to be given access to the studio, but you're not going to be... He's not going to tell anyone you're his nephew, but everyone knows. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to keep it a secret that you guys are related while yeah. you're looking for the mole. Because, so, like, like, the mole would probably not just openly announce they're a mole to, you know, the owner's slash CEO's nephew. But, you know, so he starts you out in the plumbing department. Uh, yeah, you're with, uh, it's like props and sets, right? Something like that. Yeah. You're the janitors, basically. Yep. Janitors and handyman. Yeah. Uh, boy. How do I skim through this as fast as possible? Basically, you wander around and you do menial tasks. Yep. Working your way up the ladder. Yeah. Yeah, you end up uh, doing multiple odd jobs for the cast and crew that are around the sets. Yeah, so you do some stuff for the handyman, and then you move up to the mailroom, and then you start doing working directly for some of the actors and, uh, around, and actresses around the sets. Then you work with one of the directors, Yeah, and you're just essentially working your way up the corporate ladder doing menial mini game tasks up 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 as you're trying to figure out who's who did it yeah which doesn't really feel like you give a shit at all about who the mole is and it's just day-to-day -day odd jobs yeah which you don't even though the game tells you immediately yeah like after you do the first the like tutorial mission on the roof you find a phone and uh they have you return it to kip the talent director? I wasn't sure what the hell he did. I think that's what he is. Sure. Um, you return the phone to him, and he insults you a bunch. Uh, like, this game's quality of humor goes. And then uh, you give him the phone back, and then you leave. And as you're leaving, he uh, is on a phone call with the executive of the other studio, who's like, are you trying to fuck up my, you know, <laughs> this is a $3 billion corporate takeover? I need you to focus. Yeah. So you, you, as the player, you know from literally the beginning of the game, Kip is the bad guy. Well, and we'll talk about the voice cast later, but it's Jay Moore playing an executive. He's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that. that's what you put him there for. Smarm. Uh, so, like, you go through, uh, as I said, you help 
uh, all the way up to the director, and then you uh, do some like acting side jobs and shit. Uh, you play through uh, what are called dreamscapes, which are you play through a bunch of like themed levels. There's the Wild West levels, horror levels, and then Titanic levels as a part of like directing and movie making. And then eventually you get to the end where, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't, I don't think Jesus shows up. No, God. That, I mean, probably. Might have. <laughs> you run around back and forth and just talk to people. Nice. Which is miserable until eventually, yeah, you talk to your uncle in his C-suite and... You reveal that, yeah, Kip's the bad guy, and then you go beat him up. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but Kip's really just the middleman in that, so what does that accomplish? I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, the point is the mole is, like, supposedly, you know, doing... It's like feeding the rival company, or uh, rival studio, what it is that Larry's uncle studio is doing, right? That and causing internal subterfuge, which he does, like, while you're there. Yeah. He has you deliver something to uh, the actor, Jesus, what's his name? Uh, Damone Lecoq. Yeah, that's the one. Which then... <laughs> 10 out of 10, no notes. The thing he has you deliver, he also has a paparazzi person take a picture of yeah while you're there and uh that's a whole like you got negative press for it so he is actively sabotaging the company Ah, okay so that's getting rid of him gets rid of someone who is actively sabotaging the company sure that's it yeah okay that was exciting it's just so (laughs) exciting yeah okay let's uh let's break the break it down in the fucking the nitty-gritty of this piece of shit jason where where do we start on uh why why I don't know why. Why did this game get made? That's not us, but... <laughs> why did this game get made? All right, so... Uh, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. <sighs> An established IP. Yeah. Right? Of varying amount of success. Right? Like, think what you want about the series. It has name recognition. Yeah. So, this is... 2009, so well after uh, game originally, the original series developed by Sierra. Yeah. Sierra goes out of business in the early 2000s. What? Um, and all their stuff is sold off. It uh, The rights are then purchased by whoever owns this nonsense. Mm, Codemasters. Yeah. So now they're trying to basically get the money out of their investment. Sure. They get Team 17, a real-ass developer. A real-ass developer. By the way. Like, who's made real-ass games. We should talk about how, like, Team 17, they might not make a ton of, like, real games, it's but... Like Beautiful Joe, is that Team 17? No. I know they do all of the Worms games. Which Shit, okay. There are a lot of. Uh, they've done some Alien games. Uh, recently, they did... Uh, uh, fucking like overcooked two which is you know actual game like they make they make games that you would potentially recognize and also are kind of like actually real games yeah you know, like overcooked overcooked two okay but they also did uh blasphemous so like so <laughs> you know yeah do with that what you will i guess <laughs> they they get an actual actual person team 17 to make them a game and the I have this pulled up. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh no, I'm. Uh, I was thinking Blasphemous is not the uh, like uh, 
super hardcore action platformer, I was thinking one of the piece of shits that we played. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, sorry about my statement, Team 17. You guys keep doing you. <laughs> right. Like, so, real, real developers... Uh, they brought on an executive producer uh, who has this quote we're going to talk about uh, that nudity is just a mask for poor gameplay and that they should create a game of good, solid story, clever setups and great payoffs. OK, you and I were talking about this statement before we started recording. And I had said, I agree with that sentiment because, yes, um, uh, I am less concerned about the inclusion of nudity in a game, but I agree that the game, any game should hang on uh, a story that you're telling. It's not necessarily, but in this case, you're going for a comedic game. You need the jokes to land. You need that writing to be good. And we've played plenty of stuff where uh, nudity is a cover. Uh, you know, it's the shock value that tries to keep the, uh, the ugliness hidden. And that never works. Yeah. Um, I agree as a fundamental concept. Yeah. That, like, you should make a good game first. Mm -hmm. I don't think nudity needs to be taken out of the game for it to be a good game. Sure. And especially with the IP. That. And fundamentally, you are coming to make a Leisure Suit Larry game. Why are you taking the nudity out? Yeah. Feels weird to me. Yeah, because like it's already got an M rating. Yeah. So, uh, what what does it matter? Because like if you're worried about objectifying women, don't worry. All of the lines you wrote already have that covered. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they don't treat any person as a person, right? Like uh, men are just walking cocks and balls, and women are just waiting to receive them. Yeah. That that is how the game basically treats everyone. Yeah. It's not really better, no. Uh, uh -uh. But it, uh, yeah, it's ugh, the writing. We like we gotta talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what is? Um, do you remember being in seventh grade? Because that's the humor. Yeah. It is saying the word penis is hilarious. To be fair, saying the word penis is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and like. It's not even double entendre most of the times. Nope. It's just saying the thing. Huh? The punchline was butthole. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It is rapid fire dick jokes. A lot of the times, yeah. Yep. And when it's not specifically dick jokes, it's uh, sex puns. Sex puns, dick jokes. I mean, general trash talk, too. There's plenty of that. Sure. Yep. Someone somewhere finds this funny. Yeah. All right, look, there were a few lines in this game that actually made me laugh, but it wasn't the line itself that did it, right? It was the setup or the delivery. Because, like, uh, did you have more to say about the writing? No, I can't think of a single thing in this game that made me laugh. Oh, I couldn't tell you the individual joke that did it, but, like... The voice cast for this is fucking crazy pants. So, like, um, you've got uh, Josh Keaton is playing Larry Lovage. His uncle is being played by Jeffrey Tambor. And if you don't know who that is, you've seen him in stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first guy that you talk to that you take jobs from is voiced by Artie Lang. Uh, fucking David Tell runs the newsroom. David Tell of all fucking people. And then, like, uh, Jay Moore is Kip. Uh, Jane Lynch is there. Uh, we, you and I were looking at the cast, and there is a washed-up actor who's played by actual, factual Peter Graves. And you're like, why? <laughs> yep. You just skipped over Patrick Warburton. Right. right. Patrick fucking Warburton. <laughs> 
who plays Damone Lecoq, and like he's there giving a performance. And you're like, okay. mm-hmm. man, uh, a credit to the craft because you know, like it's it's all right. It's, we were talking like David Tell cracked me up. Uh, watching David Tell do stuff. Uh, it was that show where he was drunk and he'd wander around like oh yeah places. Uh, I forget what it was called. Yeah, it's something something with David Tell, but it's, like yeah, he just seems like a drunken weirdo. I'm pretty because sure, he is. Pretty sure he is. Yeah, and like you get that in his performance. He just seems like a big fucking weirdo. I found that really funny. <laughs> oh, it was the uh, he was talking about the pictures and he wanted to jerk off to him and he's like run boy and it was that that fucking killed me. <laughs> it's just the way that he says it. And then, uh, God, uh, fucking uh, Carmen Electra and fucking who else is in this goddamn game? Way too many people. Like, truthfully, it is wild. Yeah. So they got all these names and then they had them read just the worst dog shit lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yes, I absolutely hated the writing. Technically, I will try to not hold that against the game because, you know, Comedy is subjective. It's not. This is awful. This is very, very bad. Look, man, I, I found a couple lines funny. I did not think it was funny. <laughs> you know? But yeah, no, the, the writing is miserable. So, you're not here for the writing. Uh-huh. You're not here for uh, any sort of nudity because they took it out. Of course, yeah, yeah. So you're here for the gameplay. Oh, no. <laughs> you know... It's so often that we play a game and then the menu is just barren, or in some cases non-existent. Uh, I bring that up because you can look at the keyboard layout, right? Because you're you're probably playing this on PC. It's a Leisure Suit Larry game. Who plays that on console? What kind of fucking degenerate, all right, is getting this on a 360 or a PS3? Jason. Degens. <laughs> True degens. <laughs> fucking just some degen shit. Okay, so you're on your mouse and keyboard, and you look at the... Uh, layout, and it gives you button one, button two, button three. Uh, Jason, could you tell the fine people listening where some of these buttons are? All right, so button one, I think, is space bar. Uh-huh. Button two, is that one, like, alt or shift? Uh, I think it was alt, yeah. Button three is backspace. Was it backspace or enter? I think button four is the other one, whichever of those yep, two. Yep. But did... Okay, so uh, WASD movement, camera controls, when you have camera control, is on the mouse. And sometimes you need to press enter. If you're not in front of a computer and you can't visualize that, go look at one. Go look at a keyboard, because that's not how your hands work. That's not how hands do. Uh, no, the, <laughs> I, I used the PC controls for, like, part of my first uh, playing experience, and it was... Truly miserable. The yeah. controls are awful. Yeah. You switch to a controller. The controls are still very bad. Yes, they are. But it's usable. Yeah, it's doable. It, it obtains usable, which is like <laughs> the lowest level of praise. <laughs> Holy shit. You did like what Hold on. is achieving bare minimum praise? <laughs> <laughs> Because here's the thing, when it, the game offers you a button prompt, it doesn't actually tell you even if you're on mouse keyboard, it doesn't tell you the key. It just says button one. Yeah. If you're on controller, it doesn't tell you the controller button. It just tells you button one. Button and you one. have to figure out which one that is. Yep. Why? Why? <laughs> I still don't know when you're in a vehicle how to slow down in the vehicle. I can go, but I can't stop. 
Uh, on a controller, it's... Uh, I use an Xbox One controller, yeah. when I, and it's uh, left trigger, right trigger, which aren't mapped to any button, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is why? I don't remember. No, no, because you have six action buttons, which are the face value or the face buttons and the shoulders. The triggers themselves aren't tied to anything, but it still goes and stops. Yeah. Which, like, good it should, but also, the fuck? <laughs> And then you talk like, okay, so like that's the layout, right? Now let's let's talk about gameplay and movement and why is it so bad? All right, so yeah, you're wandering around and like, as you said, you have camera control when you're just kind of wandering about. Yeah, kind of. As long as you're not too close to anything. Even then, if you're too close to something, the it'll move the camera. But also, whenever you move, the camera tries to move itself behind the character. Yeah, which means if you're moving, you don't have control of the camera anymore sure that's bad not my experience oh no i hated this yeah it it, it was truly miserable just walking around uh the early game uh there are plenty of places anytime you're in a building and uh, when it wants you to do platforming where it forces a perspective on you that is also a thing that happens and you know how good that is when you're walking forward you enter a room where the camera changes and you're still holding forward so you immediately turn around and walk back the way you came Mm, feels good every time yeah and this will happen but anytime you enter a room because uh every room is like Okay, every building, not every room, is separated by a loading screen? (laughs) We're going to talk about more random shit here because, yeah, every building is separated by a loading screen. This is not a large map. No, no, it is not. But every building uh, that you can and will have to go into most of, there's like a dozen. I'm being generous. Yes, yes, you are. uh, Has like animation of you opening the door. Yeah. And then going in uh-huh, uh-huh. before it lets you actually continue the gameplay. Yep. This game is that poorly built. Hey, it's way more poorly built than that because <laughs> uh, it does a lot of weird fucking things. So in order for you to go through a door or interact with anything, you have to press a button. That's how you know that you got to interact with it because there's a big old pop up. It's, it's just the number, whatever button it wants you to hit, which is weird when you're walking around. You just see fours. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does that mean? But OK, right? Like I got to go up. I got to hit button four. Sure. On the plus side, that does mean when the camera changes, it doesn't accidentally walk you out of a building because you have to hit a button to go through it. However, there's a ridiculous amount of loading screens, and some of them aren't for anything. It's a loading screen to watch a two-second video to watch a loading screen. Did we really need that there? Apparently. Apparently. Like, fucking Artie Lang said all this shit and got paid for it, so we're going to fucking use it. We're going to use all of it. (laughs) God, why? Oh, yeah, there's so many uh, cutscenes. Like, okay, so early game. Uh, so Jake has a bit more uh, context. Because <laughs> we'll get into we'll that. We'll get to that, yeah. Um, you need to go do some stuff with the postmaster. Mm-hmm. And, like, you go up to the postal building, and you open the, like, bay door that is the postal building. And then you go in, and it closes the bay door. And then the only thing you do in there is walk, like, five steps, and then there's a cutscene. With Dave Attell. And so it then plays a cutscene, and then you walk out five steps back, cutscene to open the bay door, exit, (laughs) cutscene. 
This is all so that you can take a single parcel, drive it to someone else, cutscene to enter their building, cutscene to give them the package, cutscene to leave their building, drive back to the postal, cutscene to enter the building, cutscene to talk to the postmaster, cutscene to leave the building. This is the gameplay. Yeah, so you can get an auditory sexual assault every time that happens. Super. <laughs> it's a... Uh... What I was going to say talking about the random buttons, and I don't know if you had this, where sometimes it just didn't want to register a button press. And I thought, maybe it's a controller, you know? So I used a different controller. Now, same thing. And just to test it, I did it on the keyboard too. Sometimes I just decided I didn't want to register something. That's fine. Outside of the QTEs, because of course there's QTEs, it's really not that big a deal. It is a big deal when you remap the buttons and you don't remember what you put them to. You know, good fucking luck to you. <laughs> Jank, though. So um, this game does this super fun thing where when you save your game, right, uh, it's good. It's fine. Everything's normal. And then you load your game and it deletes all your saves. Okay. So, ooh, yeah, here's how this game f functions. It does not function. It does not fucking function. <laughs> it autosaves whenever you finish a mission. Uh-huh. Uh, it has one autosave and it just rewrites over the last autosave. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't actually find an actual just save function, so you're just relying on this autosave. It's in the RV. Uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, if uh, there's another spot where you can save it to, but if you go back to Larry's RV, which is parked in the parking lot outside of your uncle's office, you can go into there and then say, there's also a wardrobe in there. Hmm. Ask me how I know, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you exit the game, you exit and blah, 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 and it's garbage. And then you go and you reload the game and you go to either continue or load game and it has your autosave listed and you click on it and the game warns you, are you sure? Because when you load this save, it deletes all other saves. <sighs> Why? Who designs a game like that? Who designs it that way? What in the actual fuck? <laughs> now, okay. It's there to save space. Sure. What all is it saving that that's your save space? Another thing this game does, and uh, whenever you uh, load into the game, it creates a new file. Uh, the file is in Chinese, I think, was how my computer was interpreting it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was just uh, files of shit looking in there. Uh, because, like, I saw a couple, like, you know, because they're really long names. I'm like, well, okay, that's weird. It's like, what's in here? I, uh, okay, we're just, like, saving metadata or whatever. That's fine. Only every time I would launch the game, it would load a new one. Uh, hold on, let me roll back. I want to talk about installing this piece of shit. I have a disk drive in my machine. I bought this game. Here's the, it, the disk is here. It's in the box and everything, right? I have a disk drive. It wasn't installed. Uh, I had the uh, SATA cable going to another hard drive because how often do you use a disk drive in your machine? For most people, fucking never these days, right? Yeah. So, like, I uh, I unplugged one of the hard drives, plugged that in, see if I could get it to install. I installed it on the D drive. It says it installs. It refuses to boot. Neat. I do some more, you know, messing around. I install it on the E drive. It says it boots. Or it says it installed. It doesn't boot. That sucks. I'm like, okay, the only one I've never unplugged is the C drive. That's my boot drive. I'll just install it there. Shut the fuck up, game. You don't get to complain about it now. Install it. Everything's fine. Refuses to boot. Super. I buy an external uh, disk uh, reader. Whatever. Whatever. I buy an external one, right? Fuck it. I'm going to put it back how it was. I'll install it that way. I do the thing. I go to boot it. Hey, it actually boots this time. I play for two hours. 
I come back to play some more the next day. All saves gone. Okay, so I'm assuming I never actually installed it and I was just playing it right off the disc. I don't know why it would allow me to do that and decide that it wouldn't save and at no point it gave me any sort of warning, but fine, you know what? That's just what happened, so we'll fucking go back and start over. I do, uh, I don't know, as much testing as I put into this fucking game, I couldn't tell you how many times I've played the opening couple hours. It was a fucking lot. I could almost tell you it word for fucking word. So anyway, right, it boils down to I save the game, I quit. I load the game, it's there. Like, I see it. I come back into the game. I save it again. I leave. I restart my machine. I boot it back up. Save's gone. Wait, what? Okay. I save it. I load the game back up. Get to where you can save it. Save it. Don't turn my computer off. Come back 15 minutes later. Save's gone. <sighs> okay. What? What? Why? What is happening? What is fucked up here? You know? <laughs> I unfortunately did not have these problems. I got to play the game. Don't. Don't. Again, uh, I can't necessarily uh, say that you should or should not buy anything, but this game is uh, basically impossible to buy at this point. Yeah. Like, no one no one will sell it to you. No. Huh? So, uh... Eh, eh. Hey, if we ever do a contest, though, we can give this one away. Yeah. Because, like, I don't even want it in my collection. <laughs> uh, reasonably. <laughs> um, but mounting the ISO for this game took a while, but once I got it functioning, it functioned fine, which is sad. It should not do that. I really wish I didn't, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it's just very bad. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? Oh, character design. Everyone looks like a warped out troglodyte version of a human. Yep. The women are overly sexualized in their figure, so everyone is, uh, I don't know, what, 52, 1652 measurements? Like, it's crazy pants, ridiculous. Unless... They are specifically calling the character out for how ugly she looks, in which case they will make her different looking. Super. Yeah. The, the dudes all look like they fell off the ugly tree and hit every fucking branch on the way down. Now, you expect Larry, both of them, to look fugly, right? Like, that's that's the idea. So, Uncle Larry looks like Uncle Larry. You know who that's supposed to be. is weirdly too round and balding and pudgy and shit. Fine. New Larry... Uh, looks like you'd catch him masturbating outside the window of a kindergarten, and that's your protagonist, huzzah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is uh, laughably bad. Um, basically, all of the women with their massive busts and slim waists uh, have their cleavage out. Yeah. Which, again, with the whole, like, uh, we took out the nudity, but all, all, all the cleavage is still in. Yeah. We took out the nudity, but left the sexualization. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what? What? What are we doing? Yeah. No, no. This is better. Is it, though? Is it, though? Tom Arnold's in this. That's what I was thinking of. Mm. And I was like, it's weird that they got Tom Arnold, but I could see that of all of these people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, like, the game is hideous in a way that, uh, Jesus, it came out, what did you say, 2008? I said a year. Uh, nine, I, I think. 2009. Good God. Yeah, it was 2009. Huh. What other games came out in 2009? That's not fair. Right? This is just not fair because, wow, these are actual games that look like games. Left 4 Dead 2, Uncharted 2, Borderlands, the first Borderlands game. Yeah, uh, a board. Okay, so like, let's talk about Borderlands. You know, where like the intent, the characters intentionally look all fucking weird mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> moxie, oversexualized, and uh, <laughs> okay, but you know, in a style that actually works for it. Yeah, in like a style. 
the, holy shit. This game, just looking at the games that came out in 2009, it is so incompetently made. Like everything about it, it looks hideous. The audio is bad. The writing is horrible. The actual gameplay, all the stupid mini games that are, again, they're like literally just talk to people or you have to do jumping. I didn't even talk, there's beat em up sections. They they keep adding stuff later, the farther you get into the game. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you got to any of the beat em up sections. Uh, to play, no, but because I couldn't play it, I was watching, I watched somebody play. Uh, it was a, yeah. a walkthrough, like, so at least like I could in some way experience it. So they're fucking miserable. They look like it. Like, why is that in there? And but like they're miserable in that they're not even hard because you have one move that's like you press two buttons at the same time and you do a spin attack, basically. Okay. And it knocks everyone away from you. And it's overpowered as fuck. Yeah, sure. Like the game is not hard it is not interesting it is bad to play it does nothing right i do not understand in addition to the horrific writing and just like general uh, garbage that it is yeah this game is uh wildly one of the worst things uh we have played from my uh side of things uh because i i'm just moving on to like whole scale the game yeah um it I, I, as much of this as I played, I really wish I hadn't. And like, I am very much looking forward to uninstalling it. Uh, cause I don't uninstall things until after we've recorded. Ah, same. Just in case I need to go back and check something. Yep. So like when I get home, I am uninstalling this game, uh, deleting it forever. Like this was awful, truly awful. And like, the there's you know one of the gameplay sections is do they throw timers on there to make you really feel uh, like you're under pressure yeah and like they're never like a huge problem but it's just obnoxious but one of them is you have a timer to climb on top of the roof because you have to be on the roof so you can take candid photos of two uh lesbians i guess yep yeah and uh, it's a quick time event where, again, you're just fumbling around trying to figure out what any of the buttons on this stupid game are. Uh -huh. And the whole time you're just like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. And if you fail it, you have to start over. Mm -hmm. And as you, every time you take a picture, he has a line about how he's going to masturbate to this later. And then you go give the photos to another guy. The reason you're doing this is so that he can masturbate to them so you can get the other photos he has. Uh -huh. Like, yeah, this is cool and okay and how we treat people. Yep. <laughs> also, I don't know about you, but like that section where you have to get up on the roof, uh, there was a, a little vehicle. Mm-hmm in the parking lot when you walked out. So I grabbed that vehicle, drove over to the wall, hopped up on that, hopped up on the roof. It took me like three seconds. And I was like, I don't know what the game wanted me to do here. Yeah, that, that's it. No, that's what, uh, that's what you do. And it takes no time. They give you five minutes and it takes genuinely like 10 seconds. Yeah. Like what? What? But you do get the uh, Larry giving some uh, snarky comment about, ooh, a timer. Yeah. Oh, because the game does fucking the absolute garbage where people are like, oh, like breaking the fourth wall self-referential is funny. But it's not like it can be used effectively. <laughs> yeah, it in, isn't inherently. It's what you do with it. <laughs> right. So you have to do something with it. And instead, they, I swear to God, they talk about the mini map probably every other mission. Yeah. 
Hey, did you know you had a minimap? Wow, this would be really difficult if I didn't have a minimap. That's the thing in the corner that's glowing and tells you where you need to go. And you're like, that's not a funny line. Just remember, when you're delivering this, if you get lost, just be sure to check out your minimap. It's in the corner. It'll tell you where to go. Oh, I hadn't noticed. Like, it, what is happening? <laughs> we got to explain video games because... Whoever is picking this up on console has never played a video game before. Also, why does it say Funsta? Oh, a Codemasters company. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My, because they don't want their actual name on it. Reasonable. My working theory is that Team 17 intentionally fucking destroyed this game. Maybe. That they just made absolute garbage intentionally. Hey, they got paid to make a game. They made it. Yeah. I, like, I have to assume so. I don't know. That or like, they got the like... You know, they're like, hey, can you make us this game? And they said yes. And then they made one person make it in an afternoon. <laughs> right. Like, this is true garbage. It's like I was not curious enough to look it up because I don't want to spend more time on it. But, like, really, what was the dev time on this? Because uh... I have no idea. And then, like, they spent all of their money on, again, this voice cast. What? Yeah. Um, the... Uh, I'd said before we started recording, like, I do have one positive thing to say about this, and it's the voice cast. Yeah, which in the Wikipedia article, uh, there's a little bit about that, uh, both just the absolute amount of voice actors in it. Um, Artie Lang was paid $30,000 for one and a half hours of studio session. Jesus Christ. And he uh, told people that this uh, game had, like, the highest budget of a Leisure Suit Larry game. Which, presumably, all of it went to the voice acting talent. Yeah, that ain't no shit. Because, again, real actors and real voice actors. Like, it is kind of impressive. And then they surrounded it in just the worst garbage. <laughs> uh, do we have anything more to say? No. I mean, like, if you need to hear my recommendation, it is a so far no that I can't even begin to put it into words. Truly, uh, in my list of games that are, like, the worst things we've played, this is now probably in the top five. Hmm. I hated this game. No, I... See, I... Because we had vastly different experiences with it, I don't have the uh, vitriol for it, but I get it. Because uh, I didn't put in all of the time. Because I couldn't. I could only play the... However long I could do in a single session. Which was about three hours. Yep. Uh, no. No, uh, I don't. I don't know what you would buy this for. Like, unless you're a super fan of the the series, in which case, just ignore this one. That's the right call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what do we do now? Now we answer less listeners. <laughs> now we answer listeners from letters like you. <laughs> Hello, Mister. Hello, the bad game cast. Can I call you bad, or do you prefer Mister Cast? Please, Mister Cast was my father. Yeah, we're the game. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, you asked for time travel questions in the Skull Island episode, you and I am fuck. here to provide. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you could go back in time to try and warn slash change one thing about the industry, what would it be and how would you accomplish your task? It's a me, Elsa. <laughs> really should have saved this for an episode where she was here, because that would be way funnier. But thanks for the time travel question, I guess. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, no, uh -uh. I don't want to change anything. 
because we can't change too much, then it changes where we're at now. So the only thing I would do is uh, make sure to write down where all of those ET games are buried so I can go get them and then sell them on a black market. <laughs> That's tough. I'm trying to think of what, like... I don't know, because, like, you know, you go back and you think about uh, whatever, horse armor and stuff, and then the proliferation of microtransactions. Yeah. It would be great to try to slow that down, but I think it was inevitable. Yes. Profit margin's got a profit margin, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I while I'd love to have stopped that, I, I think that would have just delayed it. So, I'm just thinking about, like, how could I take out singular games like this piece of shit? Like, Oh, sure. I don't know, I go back in time and firebomb their offices? Like, what's the plan here? It's like, uh, you could make the argument that it's worth going back to assassinate Yuji Naka, but, like, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of like the way it played out. Uh. <laughs> now I take it back. I want to do the world a favor and get rid of, um, like, Bobby Kotick. I mean, the world would be better with less Bobby Kotick in it. Yeah, I don't know that his replacement would be better. Right? But it couldn't be worse, probably. <laughs> Because, like, uh, who's the guy who um, was there? I think he was EA CEO previously. And then was the CEO of um, just now uh, the game engine company. And he absolutely annihilated them. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, God. What's his name? Right? Ooh. Can we get rid of Peter Molyneux? Oh, we should get rid of Peter Molyneux. We should get rid of Peter Molyneux, right? <laughs> Like that's that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like which which like CEO or game uh, like adjacent person has done the most crimes? Rough. So square. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Because <laughs> like, boy, John Riccatello. Oh yeah. That's who I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> absolute <laughs> piece of shit, John Riccatello. <laughs> Who's was the uh, I don't know if he's still the Ubisoft CEO. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the human equivalent of the sound of <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, like if we have to if we have time travel powers to do something that like menially world changing, yeah, let's just make the world a better place, I guess. <laughs> I take back what I said about Yujinaka. Fuck Yujinaka. <laughs> So yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. The only thing we could think of when it comes to time travel is assassination. <laughs> We're real good at this. Look, the first thing I said was a money-making scheme. I mean, you're not wrong. It'd be pretty good. I want right. more money. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I don't know how we, uh, like, stopping the some of the, like, worst parts of the industry is difficult to impossible yeah not something you could pin on a single person yeah or like a single moment in time or a single moment yeah yeah god what a downer just thinking about microtransactions you're right like you'd only be delaying the inevitable at best right god damn it right like i was also trying to think about like which is gaming adjacent of like i don't know how do i go back and like kill the person who thought of bitcoin <laughs> hey man the blockchain technology can be I'm no NFT, bro. I'm not going to go into whatever dumb shit spiel they give. Yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> something, yeah. something. Techn okay, look. The technology itself is really cool. Fuck all useless and a waste of energy, but it is cool. Yeah, but it's uh, fuck all useless, a waste of energy, and uh, <laughs> game companies, some of them, 
uh, Square Enix and Ubisoft have uh, committed to, you know, using it going forward, which is like awful. I take it back. I have a game. I want to change it. Total Annihilation. The first game with on-disc DLC. Mm. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, along with my tra- microtransactions, I believe that to be an inevitability because <laughs> money. Mm. But we got one we can pin it on, so let's start there. Ed. Yeah. Well, if you want us to talk about anything else on this that them their podcast, email thebadgamecast.gmail.com. If you want to find us anywhere else, we're the Bad Gamecast on uh, various platforms. We stream on Twitch. VODs go on YouTube. Uh, there's a subreddit. There's uh, our Discord. It's community for what you'd call community. Link to that is in the description. If you like us, and I mean really like us, like with your penis. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash the bad game cast. Hey, and or vagina. <laughs> Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. You guys are the fucking bestest. <laughs> I am not going to say what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, fuck, man. Uh, for the bad game cast, I've been a butthole. <laughs> That's funny, right? <laughs> I've been the overwhelming sense of sadness. (laughs) Good night, everybody! I'm just staring at you like, dude, you got the emails in front of you. I don't know. Are we doing another one? What are we doing? (laughs) We've talked enough. I'm so over it. Yeah, man. I don't know if it came across or not, but this game's a piece of shit. (laughs) I like if this makes it through all the way to the outro. I hate this game (laughs) so much that when the time travel question came up, the first thing I thought was, yeah, how do I stop this game from existing? (laughs) Do I have to take out the whole franchise? <laughs> it's the only way to be sure, Jason. That's probably easier because, I mean, honestly, back again, first game came out like in 80, whatever, seven. Yeah. They probably didn't have like backups or anything. Probably not. So if you went to their office and literally burned down their computers, they probably would just end it. Man. I'm just thinking what you said about uh, Artie Lang and he was paid 30000 and like if his... For an perf- hour and a half. For an hour and a half. If you, like, if his per- vocal performance was more energetic, I would have said they paid him in cocaine because that makes more sense, but like, thirty grand for an hour and a half of work. Fuck, man. It's like that all day.